praise him, praise him, Jesus, our blessed Redeemer. I trust that you are doing well this day as I share with you a little from God's word again in regards to this matter of eternal life. I shared with you from 1 John chapter 5 that eternal life is different and distinct from natural, physical, or human life. I went ahead and I shared with you eternal life is a present possession. I shared with you last morning that eternal life is a free gift. I want to share with you from the Word of God, the very same text again, that eternal life is in Jesus Christ. The third stanza of the song written by Philip P. Bliss, Whosoever Will, says, Whosoever will, the promise is secure. Whosoever will, forever must endure. Whosoever will, tis life forevermore. Whosoever will, may come. Whosoever will, whosoever will, send the proclamation over vale and hill. Tis a loving father, call the wanderer home. Whosoever will, may come. Come with me to First John chapter 5, and let me read for you from verse number 11 again, where the Bible says, And this is the record that God hath given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Eternal life is in Jesus Christ. Verse 11 tells us that this life is in his Son. Who is his son? His son is none other than in the Lord Jesus Christ. So you and I have to be very careful where we seek to find eternal life. You know, there may be some places we go that will point us to the one who gives eternal life or some things we do that will encourage us to look to the one who gives eternal life. But I want to remind you that eternal life is in the Lord Jesus Christ. This morning, I want to remind us that eternal life is not in religion. You see, one can become very religious and yet not have eternal life. Yes, and one can find him or herself in religion, strong in religion, but not saved. So be careful. Make sure that you are not mistaking religion for eternal life. May I also say to you that eternal life is not in moral living. For there are many people who no doubt live morally better than some believers and not because they live morally better than believers means that they have eternal life you see for if it, if moral living could give eternal life then there was no need for Jesus Christ to die on the cross thirdly eternal life is not in church going you see there are many times that i went to the beach and went to the sea. Matter of fact, I went in the sea, I went down in the water, and came back up, 
and came back ashore. And not because I went in the sea means that I became a fish. Just like going in the sea do not make you a fish, going to church does not make you a child of God. The church can help you, can point you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Then number four, eternal life is not in ordinances. When I say ordinances, what do you mean when you say ordinances? For example, eternal life is not in baptism. You see, if one does not accept the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and goes into the water of baptism, it would mean that that person went into the water a dry sinner and came back out a wet one. Baptism does not save anybody. Because if baptism saves anyone, then when Jesus told the thief on the cross, this day thou shalt be with me in paradise, when he said, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom, and Jesus responded and said, you will be with me in paradise this day. That thief on the cross did not get a chance to be baptized. He was there on the cross. So baptism does not save anyone. May I remind you, communion does not save anyone. You know, there are many who will go to church and when the time comes for communion, they would make sure that they partake of the Lord's Supper, the communion. But taking of, the taking of communion does not save anyone. It does not give eternal life. And then, may I remind you that confirmation does not give eternal life. Eternal life is not in an angel from heaven. Eternal life is in one person and one person only. You see, it doesn't matter what denomination that you are a part of. Whether you're a Baptist or an Anglican, a Methodist, apostolic faith, a Adventist, a Church of God, a Church of Christ, a Pentecostal. You, you, you can go on and name them all, not because one is a part of any such denomination makes that person a part of Christ. No, eternal life is in one person and one person only. It doesn't matter what religion you come from, with eternal life is in Christ. In John chapter 1 verse 4, the Bible says, In him was life, and the life was the life of men. In who him? In Jesus Christ. Was what? Life. And the life was the life of men. In closing this morning, I want to remind you what John chapter 5 and verse 26 says, For as the Father had life in, it, in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. This life that I'm speaking of is eternal life. And you and I can have eternal life, but we can only have eternal life in the Lord Jesus Christ. Many may think, eternal life comes by keeping the law. But Paul reminded the Galatian believers if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. 
eternal life comes by believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. My question to you today, are you saved? And if you are not, why not? Why you are not saved? I beg you, trust Jesus to be your Savior today and he will save you. Our Father, in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for eternal life that is in none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless every listener. Give them a good day today. And for those who don't know you, may they come to know you before it's eternally too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I trust that each and every one of you would have a wonderful day in the Lord. God bless you.